It's acid yes. jazz. It's electronic dance. It's trip hop and hip hop and J pop and pop pop and dooby da dop. It's all of these. It's pop pop. Welcome to New Game Plus. You're listening to a retro gaming podcast where three guys spend seven days playing one old game and then we talk about it. My name's Dustin. My name's Professor K. Nolan. And this is episode 289. And guess what? It's another Patreon poll! Another one. It's a Patreon The third Patreon pool of the Summer Pool Party, followed by one more, which will be the fourth, fourth. Patreon pool of the summer. We got to talk Steam Deck at the top of this episode. What's up? It is Valve's new handheld gaming PC, where you will be able to play your entire Steam library on the go at 720p resolution. You will eventually also be able to dock it. It's a straight up computer. If you don't want the Steam little app on it, you can erase it and download Windows. Like You can do absolutely anything on it. You can hook up a mouse to it if you would like to. It's got trackpads. It's got motion it's it's pretty much a switch for your steam library wait <laughs> i just saw a picture of it and roasted it you it's a pc it's a pc yeah uh like it has like like i could play final fantasy 14 on it sure if i had internet uh yeah yeah, yeah. oh fuck. that's all you're thinking about right now but um yeah i guess so uh you don't play that through steam though but you can download any no. other clients as well um, okay it's that's a, it's a actually interesting to me a pc a portable pc well this is interesting to a lot of people because steam is steam is the best at what it does yes i think they so. don't have a robust history of hardware releases that are wildly successful okay the controller sucked we're we're past that well, I, th- I thought you were about to say they do not have a robust library, but that's no. where they- <laughs> no, they've, <laughs> they've got, got a, the most. They've got the most robust library of all time. That's not the problem. I'm not worried about software. I'm worried about hardware. Yes. Okay. Steam Fair Link enough. is like where you could uh, remote stream your gameplay in another room. That's kind of yep. cool. I didn't have a use for it. The controller, mm-mm. but this actually has some potential i think i don't know it's a big question mark for me i obviously am gonna wait see what happens if it gets well reviewed you know like if people pick it up and it's yeah. sturdy seems like it's gonna last a good a long time seems like there's good button mapping support for games without a whole bunch of like user intervention where you've got to manually map everything you know all the stuff that make it have legs and have sort of easy pickup and play quality. I'll pick one up. I would love to do it. I often play like computer games on, on a tablet and I'm super limited to only touch input kinds of things. I'd love stuff that broke me out of that. What's the price point? Three, nine. There's three different models. 
Okay. The only the only main difference is storage space. Then there is a, they're all SSDs, but the top two uh, versions are slightly faster. Okay, so three ninety nine, four ninety nine, and five ninety nine, I believe. Oh, okay. But you got to remember. So at first I was like, "That's a joke." It's PC components. Think about building the PC. That's not yeah. a bad price. No, now, and uh, <laughs> like my my. Part of my some of my concern is yes I agree with Kenny we've got to see about hardware because sure. Valve doesn't have uh, a lot of history with that but number two is I'm kind of disappointed that 65 gigs is our starting because that's Ooh. one of my games that's one game literally it's, wait well it's, that's it's 65 gigs but you've got an expansion slot now you're not going to get the you've speed out of oh. additional memory. You know, it's not going to be as efficient and as performant as your built-in stuff, but you can blow it up with a card if you want. And so I, for a lot of people who are trying to go budget, it's not a terrible option. If I, I was going to do this. it, I'd probably go <laughs> on the pricier one. I, I might buy this. I'm not kidding. I know. I'm, just saying, I'm not either. The idea of Steam library on the go yeah. Oh my good. That in yes. and of itself is some of the best news. Bro. Like, and they are brilliant to pitch this after yes, after OLED. Nintendo said said Switch OLED, no upgrades, just to, you know what we had that discussion yeah. last week. But they're brilliant to be like, oh, or for um, is it slightly more? Three ninety nine is slightly more than what more. the Switch OLED is. Slightly more, you can have your entire Switch library on the go. Or play it on any other monitor. I like how our editor made the thumbnail, don't buy a OLED Switch. Maybe the next one will be buy a Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm super excited. I sure don't know if the Steam Deck has what it takes to kill the Switch so far. But one thing I do know is that video killed the Radio Star. That's true. That's true. Like in our retro game of the week, Jet Set Radio? Overview. Jet Set Radio, or more specifically in our case, Jet Grind Radio. Bump and Grind? Because uh, we did play the Sega Dreamcast version of uh, this game. Sega. Uh, Sega. And the at least the original Dreamcast uh, title was Jet Grind Radio. Uh, this is a 2000s, I was going to say late 90s because it feels like it, but it but came out in 2000, uh, action title. This is a really hard genre for me to, to define because what in the world game. is it? It's a little bit sports game, but it's not. It's a little bit sort of, I don't know, GTA-ish in the whole like urban irreverence, but it's sort of not. It's a little bit like a like a sort of interactive thing where you're hitting inputs at a certain time. I don't know. Okay, so I've heard other reviewers connect this game or relate it to games like Parappa the Rapper and yeah. the and the Tony Hawk series. But I don't really see either of those. I see so, both. Okay. <laughs> I, I see I, I see, see Tony people. Hawk, obviously. <gasps> Well, I mean, you should get that checked out. Uh, I, <laughs> I, obvi I obviously see Tony Hawk. Like that's a that's an obvious correlation. They're they're very similar. But I have a harder time no. buying per rap with a rapper. I okay. I I could easily make an argument that it's more Pokemon than it is 
for rapper the rapper. How? No, no you, you absolutely can't. cannot go. I home. sure can. Okay, <laughs> uh, watch me. Okay, so you jump into the game, and one of the oh. first things you start doing is collecting new characters. You're like unlocking new playables with different Stop. stats. That is a stretch. You unlock you you unlock gum. You unlock tab, and you unlock Mew too. So he does. I'm have literally done with this episode. After that, <laughs> like we'll stop here. Yes. We At can, the end of I'm each done. and every one of our episodes, we determine whether or not yes. we give it our game for New Game Plus. He he set that up. Oh! I know. I'm mad that Wheeler were like he knew that we'd be like you're stupid. No, you can't. But like, why <sighs> would he do that? I don't know. I we shouldn't let him do overview anymore. Why 2K? Year 2000. It's everything. I want it in this episode. Like, I'm also okay. happy I'm with Nolan. You you honestly uh, need to stop. No, no more talking. Yeah. Um, no. Like, ever. Uh, I, I connect it to um, Splatoon. Yeah, should that too. It's, sure. Uh, Kenny, don't even because you're an idiot. Splatoon, <laughs> no, I it's just, not I don't, even. I don't know enough about Splatoon to say. I was going to be like, well, tell me how. How is it the same? I, I, are they even on inline skates in Splatoon? Uh, I don't know. Or are they just running? I don't know. I don't remember, but it's a neon colored world where they're running around and squirting paint. their gun paint on uh, over the the enemy, over the people that are also painting. And it's you oh, know yeah. whoever can squirt their paint most. Yes, it, but that's so a more modern luck. game. And so the comparison back then was Tony Hawk and Prapper the Rapper. Yeah, I see both. I don't, know. I don't. In theme and in, in just style of game, I see both. The the only Parappa the Rapper is just because they have this weird thing where they choose to put all of their characters moving to the music, even though it's not a music game, and it's really You're confusing. You're just not with it, Kenny. You're not hip. I'm, I'm not, and that's a problem with this game because they were okay. absolutely trying to be early 2000s hip, and yeah. it... Hip replacement. I'm not that. I've never. Yeah, I'm more hip replacement than I am hip. <laughs> nice. Very good. Okay, so Dreamcast, as you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. We have only played one and a half games on the Dreamcast. Well, <laughs> have. Well, that's true. Shinmue. Shinmue was the game, the number, yep. the game, and yep. then Sonic Adventure Two Battle that we played with the eight bit drummer was also on the Dreamcast. But I believe we simply played that on the GameCube, GameCube because yeah. that that was where it was more popular. Yep. Um And so. Does Dreamcast just have a smaller catalog compared to a lot of other consoles? I don't know. Probably. I'm very ill-informed about this console. I just know that like two of my friends, maybe one growing up, had one. And it was like, I don't know, people clowned him, you know, because it wasn't one of the other ones. It wasn't PlayStation. Re- Retro yeah. Master List is also user-submitted, and Dreamcast wasn't as popular as these other genres. So it makes sense that sure. we wouldn't get as many submissions on a less popular console. Sure. Yeah. Um, without so, any jokes, do you want to tell us a little bit of, yeah. about the story? Let's do that. I might have a hard time trying no. to keep a straight face because this game is is ridiculous. Oh, no, and it no only gets more ridiculous as yes. it goes on. It, just compounding ridiculosity. You are a rebellious adolescent. I don't know how to say this without sounding like weird or out of touch or old you're like the member of a gang but not a real gang the kind of gang that just i don't know street toughs you're street yeah you're street toughs that wear inline skates but magical inline skates that are powered by uh netrium which is a real thing 
and that let you do tricks and ride around the city. And of course, you want to stick it to the man and to the other street gangs that are less cool than your street gang. And so you go around vandalizing uh, Tokyo or a almost Tokyo and being the best at being a vandal. You're trying to be the illest. You're trying to be uh, sick. I have even a hard time <laughs> describing this game and trying to do it with a with a straight face and not feeling like I'm like fellow kidsing because no, it's so early two thousands. I don't and know if you did a good job. You did no, a fine I didn't. job. You're, they you're fellow a part kids. Of, you're part of the street gang GGs, and you right. are battling other street gangs while P- DJ Professor K is the radio station host that is narrating, that is playing the music, setting the vibe for the entire game, and then you're being tracked by Captain Onishima and his troops to uh, stop what you're doing. Right, that's what, but... That's, that's, because you Let's are be vandalizing the city. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. And he's he's got it out for you. He doesn't just send his troops at you. Very quickly in this game, you get attacked by SWAT team members. You get a pack yeah. of dogs sicked on you. You get helicopters yeah. called in to shoot missiles at you. Like, this is a real serious business, apparently. These Which hoodlums. is... Which is a great segue for us to go into gameplay and talk a little bit more about what that specifically looks like before we do... This was a Patreon pool, as already said. It was submitted by Shauna, Francesca, Corey, and Indar. So it really helps to double up on those game submissions. Yeah, it does. I I don't want to sidetrack, but Kenny, I think you're you're good at math. Um, (laughs) If you put in an entry, it's a 50-50% chance that your entry is going to get picked, correct? No. No, it either will or it won't. That's the dumbest uh, math in the whole world. Uh, so visit us on patreon.com slash NGP podcast <laughs> to find out how you can be a part. And you can, if you submit a game, there's 50% chance that your game will no. be selected. You guarantee yourself a 50% shot at having your game played on the episode. Oh my goodness. That's dumber than my Pokemon joke. <laughs> Gameplay. Now I will start with the defense of the Tony Hawk comparison. Because the core of the gameplay, or at least the control scheme of this gameplay, is skating around a town. And, and, and instead and of a, a skateboard, it's... town. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And it's But that's inline... where the comparison ends. No! It's inline it's skates instead of a skateboard. It's grinding. It's doing tricks that have names, and you get Ooh, point values for points. them. Four points. Yeah, like the, and the list probably goes on as we talk here. He- but Heavy like that's, emphasis that's on music. Yes, that's Tony Hawk. Dustin. That's Tony Hawk. It oh, looks different, f- and that's no. where the the other comparison, Parappa, comes in. Tony Hawk is all about executing different uh, like inputs to be able to do tricks. Do you think you're executing inputs here to do tricks? No, you're executing inputs I, to put some. graffiti down. It, it is a totally. It, it's. Uh, no like that it is not i i it is it is not even close to that okay so what game game, what game is it like then um here i'll just give you one splatoon have you heard of it it's a neon color it's like we've already done this um but i okay it is the weirdest game and if you want to throw tony hawk in there and parappa the rapper and all these other games whatever but at first, like I'm doing the tutorial, by the way, 
There's a tutorial and then there's the game. The game has Which, the better tutorial than the tutorial. Yeah, Can it found forces that you to go through a tutorial after an actual tutorial that's a terrible tutorial. And it made my first play experience very uncomfortable. But if you haven't watched Kenny's first play experience, Kenny always gets these games that are hip when, again, he needs a hip replacement. And it's interesting to watch him try to make sense of all of the flashing lights. It's always interesting. But the tutorial on how it gave a, a tutorial on how to skate. Right. And so it's pretty basic, like follow this, follow this character, do this, grind this rail, jump off, land, all of that. And then there was a text at the end of that. I didn't know what I was getting into. Didn't play this growing up. Don't know anything about it. There's a text at the end of the tutorial that said, while you're grinding, you can't be hit by bullets. Important. <laughs> what? Yeah, I laughed so hard when that came up. I went, Magic? what did I just get myself into? It was, seriously sets it up as a normal, like, Tony Hawk-esque type game. And then it's and then without any kind of, like, preface, it's like, keep skating so you don't die. Because they do shoot shotguns at you later. The cops yeah. shoot you. Yeah, Kenny, you, I, I like that you brought in these other things, but it really just starts with one cop running after you with a pistol that will get close and try to not shoot you. And then it goes to some other military men, then some military men that like put smoke bombs out, and then helicopter men, and then like like fighter, like fighter, air fi- airplane fighters with missiles. Yeah, they're clearly, I mean, it's so silly. They're clearly not trying to make this realistic. And it's no. the whole cop thing and the whole irreverent, like, youth sort of rebellious thing that make me say, me say GTA possibly is, like, an influence here. But regardless, yeah. it's it's ridiculous, but not just on that front. From a lot of other fronts, too. The physics are absolutely crazy. You can just, like, grind into the air against gravity, no problem. Where's like, gravity? anytime you want. Yeah, what is gravity? You... The, the the fact that you're feuding with these other street gangs and that one of the ways you resolve these feuds is by literally playing tag, <laughs> not tagging walls, but literally running after each other and then spraying each other with with spray paint. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there are there are a remarkable amount of different kind of play types. I think yes. there's only like three main ones, but they those are even broken down further. Yeah. So huge but variety. Like, I, I think we've kind of set it up, but you've got uh, three different areas that are controlled by three different gangs, rival gangs, and they each have three different vibes aesthetically and some of the the things that you're doing, um, like uh, whether you're underground or high above the city or different things like that. And then each stage has predetermined spots where you need to graffiti. It's marked by a red arrow and you need to tag that with a graffiti. Uh, And you've got a small, small graffiti places where it's just one press that quickly does it. And then, oh, maybe Parappa the Rapper. Okay, inputs, yes, yes. Because you, there are bigger ones where you have to put in a series of inputs with your D-pad. Almost like a rhythm game. Almost, not really. But yes, yes. sort of. Um, Almost, yeah. yeah. Interesting. And, and huh. as you're going through the level, you're collecting spray cans, so you have to manage that. And I, I mean, there are collectibles in Tony Hawk too, but I won't go there. Um, you, uh, you also have to manage your health because your health is <laughs> yeah. ticking down by the missiles and the dogs. Right, right. like what? <laughs> Which which you also get back by collecting a different color of spray paint. So you're running yeah. around collecting different colors of spray paint, whether you want more ammo, more health, or more anything. I really like the Splatoon comparison, actually. I think, I think there's a lot there for yeah. sure. 
I, I, um, I think all of these things are good, like things to envision when trying to picture this game. At least in terms of gameplay, in terms of plot and theme, that's a whole different thing. I, I do want to go back to the Tony Hawk thing just because okay. like tricks are not the focus of this game. Not at all. No. At, at all. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not doing <clears throat> inputs like you are with Tony Hawk, right? It's not up, down, something to get the Benihana. It, it's just, it's happening, right? Just well, as you're in, in Tony Hawk, it was mostly like a direction plus a button. Or direction, direction, button, whatever. Like, it's button combination. It's, you're not it's doing somewhere, that here, right? It's somewhere in between. I mean, you've got to hit the right buttons at the right time in relation to yeah. where you are in the environment. Like, it's it, that piece of it is Tony Hawk light. Yeah. I, I never was told in-game, and it never registered... So, so, like, Kenny, you can go back in the game and you can you can say, I'm about to do this move and go off and do this move? Sure. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, it never said that in game. and No, I no, never, it never explains it to you. No. It's, it's a side thing. It's not the main point. It's, but it's, it's not even... This, just, it's this icing on top. I guess, but it doesn't even do anything. I mean, it gets you more points, that's all. It's oh, a different it. style of gameplay than Tony Hawk, which is, here's a playground, go skate and have fun. This one, you have more objective-based things, and the tricks are a side thing tacked on, because what kind of game would this be if you didn't have some sort of tricks that you could do as an inline skater? Right. And you you do have to be able to replicate at least those basic tricks, the the grinding and the the jumping into specific places. Some of the fancier ones really are are sort of bonusy for you to just like enjoy while you're going around. But one of the main mechanics here is this whole like glorified horse interaction where you run into another skater and they're like, I'm gonna do a trick, you gotta do this yeah. trick. Which is yeah, that's again, one of the gameplays. It's just horse. Um, you know, the but basketball it was, it game. Was, it was never on, on every single one that I did. It was never trick based. It was just grind this rail in whatever way you want to grind this rail and then right. jump to this platform in whichever way you want to jump to this platform. No, absolutely. Oh, I thought it was trick based and I did the tricks thinking that they were mandatory in those I, mimic. Ones. Is there a trick list in the game? Because in Tony Hawk, you can see exactly what buns. I see. I man, I don't know if I, I still Fine. don't even know if I believe this. Whoop. This is what I wish they would have done. I wish that instead of collecting vials, paint vials for health replenishing, you could have um, done tricks to get points to to, and that would have been tethered to your health. Make points worth. Make the tricks worth something. But in this game, it, to me, they were worth nothing. I did not. I. I, I mean, there were the points. tricks only happened naturally as I was in the air or accidentally grinding something. That's fine. Were, you can play that way and be fine. Like there are other objectives, mm -hmm. other points to the game. It's mainly tagging and the different modes yeah. that come along with that. Um, which I guess we could maybe talk about a little bit. The the time trial ones were kind of fun to me. I back to the variety thing. I thought that's a great thing to have in this game instead of just doing the same thing the whole time. Which you could argue that you are doing the same thing, but there's a different spin. And I really enjoyed the time trial ones. Um, there are also uh, races that you can do. I don't know if I ever did a race, but I think you can race against other NPCs or AI. But the tagging there really does, like, paying attention to where the tags are and then, like, sometimes having to go back can get tedious. Yeah, they do give you a little map, which I didn't realize at first, but was super helpful um, to find where those spots are. But some of them are kind of hard to find, and you got to figure out the specific way to get up to an area, and you're being chased by hordes of weird, angry, overkill cops the whole time. And um, I 
don't get me wrong, I was bad at this game, unsurprisingly, if you watch the first play. But, like, it also w- had some challenge to it. At yeah, least ramped so into some challenge. You're making skating puns, uh, unintentionally probably. But, like, um, I, I think that the momentum, like, there's no momentum in this game. Um, it, Do you it, mean in, like, terms of how fast you're going? And being able to control how fast or, yes. or, or slow you're going to be able to pick up the speed that you need. Yes. You've got your right trigger that does some kind of something, but it's like time based. And so you and there's no sim- symbol for it on the screen. So you don't know when you can use it. And and like momentum stops abruptly if you hit something. And it's mm. just and then the worst cardinal sin of it all on our version, I believe that it changed for the re-release, but the same button that tags is the same button that is crucial for centering your camera behind you. <laughs> yeah, what that? What is that? <laughs> and you've got so many other buttons on your so Dreamcast controller. Yeah, we're at that point where the controller is like, there are open slots that you can map things to, but why would you choose to do that? They put it on the exact same so that I found myself multiple times just trying to flip a screen around, but then I'm tagging something that doesn't matter. Or I'm trying to tag and it's flipping the screen around. And it was just so frustrating. Is that with the momentum that caused me the most friction this week and caused me to have Kenny like a downhill okay. slide or something? Yeah, downhill yeah. slide's definitely a trick. <laughs> I there is something off with the physics in a major way. And I can't believe they got away with it. It's very distracting to me. But what, like you said, so many people submitted this game and then like this game was critically acclaimed. I, I feel like the physics were wonky. Was it critically acclaimed? I think so. It was. It got a lot of credit. But some of that is because you got to realize some of these gameplay mechanics are relatively new. Yeah. Um, some of it was sort of the the novelty of it not fitting into another specific genre. I know we're looking at it way from the future, but uh, taking the creative approach of cell shading a game was a totally novel thing at this point. There were certainly some things that this game did and leaned into that it that it tried to do with excellence, and I, and I think for for the year two thousand, mostly worked pretty well. Aged. We've had a few games before that do cell shaded graphics, and I think that. It's smart. <laughs> I anytime you try to go for something realistic, it, it's difficult. It's difficult, right? For age for age purposes, because yeah. you have you're so limited, <clears throat> and um, it's so difficult to to produce something real life. But when you do something that has its own aesthetic that is super stylized, I think that it just has the ability to help with its age tremendously. And yeah. that this is one of those things where it's so stylized that it just works in 2021 just as much as it did in 2000. Like cartoons are timeless and this style yes. is very cartoony. Yep. What I what I don't think translates in being timeless is the like vibe and characters that they're sharing in that cel-shaded style. Nobody, sure. nobody looks at at Tab and his, you know, beanie and his skating and his moves in rhythm with the time, and is like, oh, that's that's hype, that's cool, that's who I want to be in twenty twenty one. You remind me of Tab. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I mean we're basically twins. Cell shading. This was wait. This was the first game ever to do cell shading. 
No. Uh, very early. The first big game. Are you maybe? guessing? I don't think. No, I, th- I thought I read that somewhere. I mean, that's a big thing that's to say. That's big if true. Yes, it's one of the. It's at least one of the biggest examples. Early it was before Wind Waker. And Cell Damage was another one that we played on the podcast, but I believe that that was later as well. I. Wait, Jet Set Radio is recognized as one of the first games, one of the first games one of to the feature first, cell-shaded yeah. graphics. Okay, so maybe not the first, but it was early, early. And it, I agree with you, Dustin. All- it's smart because you you get a you get a stylized game that ages automatically well. It, well, I guess there's maybe some bad examples, but if you try to do realism on the Dreamcast with skating, you're going to fail. You're just It's not going right. to work as, as good as this works. Right. Much smarter and safer to do something like this, but it's also hard. Like it's got to be good, and I think I think they they did good with it. I think I do too. Uh, they they went very stylized with the popping colors. With I mean, the entire game is stylized yeah. <laughs> from from the music, which we can talk about next because it's it's that is another way where I would say yeah, like Tony Hawk, in that it's a focus on the music. In fact, in the re-release, Huge. they weren't able to include some tracks, like they wouldn't be able to include some Tony Hawk tracks because they're like straight yeah. up. <laughs> bands like yeah they would like be oh. they, they aren't paid for anymore yeah. or you know it's that kind of thing and so i i think that it is now the music in tony hawk were more like punk some rock some of that stuff here the what are these musical vibes it's kind of all over the place but it's all like this sharp something it's just because of the setting this is a very japan-centric game when it was yeah. made and Shibuya. and there are some things we see playing this american port some of the music included but from being in tokyo to the characters and the character model to all the music selections in the in the original game before it got sort of internationalized and released in other places and had more variety of music and had some, you know, uh, characters that that were more diverse as well. This was this was downtown Tokyo and nothing else. Like they they leaned really hard into that for the like original version of the game. But some of the lyrics in the in these songs are weird. Like I think one of them says something about turning me on. I think it says that. Well, why wouldn't it? But they're just uh, like weird, sure? like sing-songy lines in the middle of like this, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, trying to be it's, cool beat thing. It's acid, ja- it's acid yes. jazz. It's electronic dance. It's trip hop and hip hop and J pop and pop pop and doobie da dop. It's, it's all of pop. these. It's early 2000s subversive pop, which doesn't yeah. make sense and was a real specific sort of flavor. And. It's almost like a time capsule, this soundtrack. It really is. Yeah, it's weird listening to it it now. And it's also for the, like, middle school, like, (laughs) like, I guess emo or neo-emo, whatever that was, that has, like, band posters on their wall. Not, uh, and... Yeah. Um, like hates their mom like they love <laughs> this game i feel like because like it was just because it's it's anti-authority it's, yeah. it's anti everything from music yeah. to vibe it's everything you play this back in 2000 and your parents are like what are you playing you're like you don't get it mom you don't get like, it this is what this game is crank it up to 11 <laughs> it's so true it's so true uh, the cell the cell shaded graphics were not the only thing that this game did visually that was pretty unique I already mentioned it, but I think it's worth noting that getting a full 3D environment for you to live in, especially when you're in Dreamcast land, not 
a generation of consoles later or on the PC where you're still somewhat, you know, resource limited in what you can do is another thing that's definitely like noteworthy. It's worth pointing out for for 2000 and where we were in the development cycle. That's notable. Soon after this, it won't be, but it was for this game. Yeah, the level design's pretty decent. I felt some of the areas were a little crammed, but overall, yeah, I, I'd agree with that because that needs to be important in a game like this because of really grinding, like specifically, because that's got to feel good and it's got to feel like you can um, explore the level in an exciting way. And they did a pretty good job. I, I just think the cell, the, oh my, can we talk? Those cell shaded graphics really do age well. And I think this game looked like a comic book, like in a good way. It popped. One of the things, one of the areas where I feel like it ages most poorly is I mentioned it earlier and it's in the controls. I just think they're so unresponsive for what a, a movement momentum game like this needs to be, especially when you're in the air. You have very little control as to where you're jumping, how high or how far you're jumping. Um, and then with the poor camera, it, it is almost <laughs> impossible to land on the on the poles to continue the grind or to get your character to go where you want to go. And you find out this most on the two things we talked about on the two game types we talked about when you're trying to tag people because you're chasing after them and you have to tag them 10 times each on the back, which is just so difficult to do because they, they skate at the same speed your character does. And then number two, um, with on the stages where you're having to mimic, you know, it's, it's yeah. playing horse or whatever to get the new, your new members um, to try to do exactly what they want to do is just going to take you 10 times and on the 10th time you're going to get lucky and land it the way that they wanted you to physics fell off the gravity thing in, in particular really did not sit well with me like i want it to i want it to be more realistic i know this game's not going for that but like the physics engine needed to be realistic at least it's futuristic and they told you that you had stop magical magnets in your roller stop. skates so mate no it was not great I did want to mention, though, and I forgot to when we were talking about graphics, the animations are really good. I love the, like, skate animation and then, like, the one where they turn around. Like, yeah. that, I think that looks smooth and actually really realistic. It looks well, solid. I, th I think they probably did that thing where they put, like, balls all over someone's body and then track yeah, them. So the green that suit. because Yeah, because it looked, it looked realistic yeah. there, yeah. which is interesting. I, one of the areas where I think that it um, ages well is that I do think that there's a lot of replayability here. It's not the longest game in the world. I think it's like seven hours. You can, if you want to do a full, full complete, it's like 10, 10 and a half. But you have got, um, it, it, you, you start with a cast of like, three or four on your G on Gigi's team, right? Like on team Gigi, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but that can expand to almost a dozen, including, this is a secret, including the, the pet dog that's in there. It can, it, it's an unlockable later in the game, which Are is you great. Kidding? That's funny. That's <laughs> yeah, funny so, and ridiculous. Um, right. and, and then you've got like you, all the collectibles because you can change what tags you're spraying and you can go into your garage and you can change which tag you can even make custom tags. Um, That's and cool. so there's a lot of like, I feel like replayability there with the variety of characters and the different kind of tags and all these other things. I would make a custom butt tag. It says, butt. okay, maybe the a word. <laughs> I'd make an NGP, uh, one. So, um, Okay. 
It is $40 used. This is Jack Grind Radio for the States on okay. the Dreamcast. $40 used, 105 new. Uh, I'm not buying it. <laughs> okay. It's not buying well, it. Well, I mean, you don't have a Dreamcast, so that makes sense. Correct. That's why. Final thoughts. At the end of each and every one of our episodes, we determine whether or not the game gets our vote for New Game Plus status, which is our general thumbs up or thumbs down. Does require two-thirds of the votes swing one way or the other. Kenny. Can I go last? No. (laughs) Okay. I think this game did some notable things that are worth pointing out. For its time and for its audience, it was innovative. And I'm okay with the fact that there are people that are nostalgic for this game and appreciate what it did. I am 150 million percent not not those people. This is one of those games. I don't understand what it was. I get get that it's a Patreon pool game. I get that it's got a big following and there's some love. And so I'm not setting out to offend some folks. You are allowed to love this baby if you like it. But this may be one of my least favorite games we've played on the podcast yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. The more I played it this week, the more ridiculous I found it, the more I was rolling my eyes, the more I felt that what might be nostalgia for some people just felt like cringe to me. This whole vibe of like subvert authority and... All of those things is just not my personality wow. either. And like the mechanics were a little wonky and I'm bad at it. So I was struggling at the same time. The whole package didn't sit well with me. That on its own doesn't mean it's a bad game. It certainly did some things well, but I think those things, I think those were good things in 2000. I don't think this game forward proofed itself very much. More the vibe than anything else. But in 2021, I just don't think anybody, unless they had a soft spot in the in their heart for this type of game already, is going to go back and be like, nostalgia. Instead, I think they're going to be like, kind of cringe. Or at least I did. And so for that reason, this one's certainly not a new Game Plus vote for me. I'm sorry for those of you who submitted it. I'll still jump in the pool with you anytime you want. Aw, but not the lake. All right, uh, Nolan, you want to go? Yeah. I think that this game is not fun. I also... Is it one of the worst games we played? No, I don't think that. I think that is crazy. It's uh, there, there are I redeeming qualities. So there are redeeming qualities to it. I, for one, like the early 2000s vibe. I think it's so fun and... There's kind of a revival happening right now of like early 2000s, like like Zoomers discovering it. Um, however, the game mechanics, like the physics and the way that you control your character, I don't like. I know some people do. I, I know some people like the floaty aspect of it. I don't. And that's all you do. So like that really distracted me. I kind of during the week was like, wait, what's the point of this game again? Like I asked myself that like four times. Like, I, I knew what I was doing. I kept doing it over and over, but I was like, I don't feel like I'm winning or anything. It's just kind of weird. So I, I'm not going to give it New Game Plus. Surprisingly, I 
I've heard a lot of positive things about this game, but I think maybe people are a little biased. I'm I'm adding a second take opinion because what? I forgot. I forgot the most clear way of explaining how I felt about this game. He thinks yeah. it's my one of the best games we've played. No, my favorite part of this game was when you had the little loading screen and it moved over and then the G like popped off and spun. Okay. Uh, it made me grin every time. And uh, so that's great because like 40% of this game was watching that loading screen anyways. Okay, so, so, yeah. so Kenny gives it New Game Plus. Nolan does not. Um, that's a joke. Kenny does not. Um, I do not. Yeah, it's a Patreon pool. Yeah, submitted it by is. not one, not I two, know. not three, I know but so four. many people. I'm so sorry. They're done with us, man. Um, and and listen, I get it's an aesthetic thing, and so here's the, here's my thing. Even if it's not my aesthetic vibe, like if if I'm too old or too young for whatever vibe someone's going for, I can still see the merits of a good game. Yeah, and this is not it. The, the the mechanical enjoyment of it. Here's the thing. Uh, the the beginning of it was somewhat intriguing, but then immediately I was like, oh no, like I'm not enjoying this. As I played more, I did get more of a hang of it. But even after hours and hours of play this week, it never felt good. It never felt yeah. like I had control of my character. And even when I could clear a stage on the first or second time, I was just doing it again. And uh, after, like, I know that there's different game types, but it's still just skating poorly and tagging something, whether or not it's moving, that that's what you're doing. And it never felt good. It never felt novel. There's a lot of love put into this. I get it. If you like, uh, if, if you like it, especially if you have nostalgia for it, but no one is going to come across it. Very few are going to come across it in 2021 for the first time and be like, oh yeah, this is a, this is a good one for me. I feel yeah. like for all, for all the mix of stuff that this game was, and it, it is really novel cause it's a crazy mix of stuff. We had a hard time even defining it. I feel like there's some other game somebody would rather go back and play. Somebody would rather play Tony Hawk. Somebody would rather play Splatoon. Somebody would rather play GTA. Somebody would rather listen to an album. I don't know. It just is a mess. So, um, Kenny says no. Nolan says no. And so I've got to say, me, you, too. Me, too. Great. Uh, that means that Jet Set Jet Grind Radio is not New Game Plus certified. People are going to be so mad. All three of us said no on a Patreon poll, which is rare, and I love it. And you hate <laughs> us. Uh, what did you think? YouTube, four hundred ninety-eight votes. Sixty-three percent said yes, it's worth playing today. Five percent said no, go play something else. And thirty-two percent have never played it before. We're in the five percent. We're never in the lower one on YouTube. Well, we were in the 32% before this week where we had never yeah. played it before. So that's like, sure. I mean, okay. Yeah, that's true. But now we're five. Okay. We've got a lot of commentary again. I always try to, I, I certainly want to include if you submitted it in the Patreon poll, your yes. commentary. And then if you're new, that's kind of the ones that I'm highlighting. But Indar, one of the ones that submitted said, I absolutely love Jet Set Radio through and through. I got it for Christmas one year in the early 2000s. Nostalgia. Yeah. It's, 
It was challenging at first, but even as a kid, I was able to eventually 100% it. I have even revisited it numerous times throughout the years, including the HD remaster in 2012. The game is known for its amazing soundtrack, which I agree is very unique and fitting for the theme of the game. It's interesting that it actually ties in with the story and lore, while DJ Professor K hosting with DJ Professor K hosting the Jet Set Radio Pirate Radio Station. The gameplay is challenging and rewards movement, precision, and map knowledge. By today's standards, the controls can seem daunting and uncomfortable for beginners, but like many retro games one just needs to have a bit of patience to feel one with the character which will make the game significantly more fun and engaging jet set radio has everything i want from a single player game intriguing story fun characters unique levels challenge scoreboards a catchy soundtrack and a lot of heart and charm out of the about 625 games i've played this one clearly stands out to me it's easily my favorite dreamcast game and definitely in my top games of all time I do like the Professor K narrating thing. I think that's fun. I think that's I, one of the highlights. I, it's one of the highlights for sure. But even watching those and like he'll be narrating something like this is cool. And then they'll show a, a shot of someone doing some ridiculous dance move and I get distracted. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I do. I like the DJ a lot. And Ender, I'm glad that you like this game. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Jake. <laughs> Jake, on the other side, said I really wanted to love Jet Set Radio. It's a game several of my friends regularly discuss, so I was very excited when NGP drew it. The art style, music, and theme of the game, I think, is amazing. I absolutely love the dance club music meets punk tracks. Really put me into the themes of the game. The story is goofy, but charmingly so, and the art style is sharp with bright colors. But after a few levels, all this wore off, and I just grew bored, finding myself doing levels, wondering if there was more. And then I hit it. The wall that made me put the game down. Mm. The stupid mission where you have to chase opposing game members and spray their backs. So annoying. After four failed attempts, feelings both frustrated and bored, I put the game down. I wanted to love JSR, but the frustrating controls and seemingly changing hitboxes of the spray paint target were a deal breaker. Unfortunately, no NGP for me. Yeah, I hit that wall kind of early. (laughs) Um for anyone that's playing and doing the chase and the thing, you just got to get behind them and da 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 as fast as possible. Don't just try to spread that out. But yeah, I mean, Jake was not the only dissenting voice. There are others in Discord, but the other two that I'm including are pretty much there. By the way, Nolan, is there any chance, I don't know if you listened long enough or if you worked on it, but can you do DJ Professor K's voice or not? Oh, no. Okay. No. Well, then I'm going. Uh, I'm not going to do it justice. Well, someone wrote as DJ oh. Professor K. Oh, what are we going to do? I'm not doing it. I, I'm. I'm just going to give it to you a little bit. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, if you're listening to this, don't think that this is special because okay. all of mine turned Jamaican, which is a little close on this one actually. Yeah, um, Garlisle wrote and he said, "Coming at you loud and free. It's Jet Set Radio live from the era where Sega's creative juices flowed through the streets <laughs> to paint the Dreamcast with the bombastic the graffiti of games and the world had never seen before. Maybe you'll bounce off. Want to tell these kids to quieten down and." get themselves a normal job like a normal game that sounds like kenny but (laughs) this ride's gonna stick in your head one way or another because sega was dreaming bigger than their skills but don't we all this parkour adventure is all about bucking sterilization and doing your own thing making your own ways bumping all grooving to killer jams while you do so even if it doesn't quite make it to the moon it'll shine with the stars of memory it's rebellious neo-modern punk that yet to be Im- that's yet to be imitated a unique spirit that deserves a new mix the world's yet to provide it's jet set 
Radio. Okay, you, okay, you get lost enthusiasm towards the end. I love that he wanted us to read it like that, but no. I, I think if you look into those words, I don't think Garlisle liked it. <laughs> like, to be honest, uh, maybe yeah. he did or he recognized it, but he's saying, I think what he's saying, we'll have to, ha- we'll have, to have like an English teacher interpret it, you know, but right. I, I think he's saying that it doesn't quite hit what it's trying to do, but there are going to be fans of it. But so, it sounded yeah, positive sure. the way that you read it. And so it sounded Well, sure, like you read you anything like- in that voice and it's <laughs> yeah. going to sound positive. Sure, sure. Finally, Shauna, another submitter of this game, said, yeah. super excited this game was selected this week because it was one of those possibly forgotten gems from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Now, JSR may be a nostalgia bomb today. Back in 2000, it was everything late 90s had prepared us to look forward to in the new millennia. Looking at this game today, yeah. sure, there are flaws, but if we could just slip on our oversized sunglasses from the era, you'll see the game on the cutting edge of looks, music that still slaps, and the hopeful, <laughs> rebellious nature only the JSR storyline can provide. Playing this game has and always will make me feel cooler than I actually am. NGP for sure. Like I said, it's a time capsule. Straight up. It's yep. a time capsule and it's great for those that like r- want to remember that. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I think it slaps in 2000 <laughs> for most of the people it was trying to, to appeal to. <sighs> well... Sorry, guys. <laughs> we are putting JSR down to rest because, again, we did not give it our vote. Uh, you can read everyone else's commentary in the commentary section in our Discord to see that we're not the only dissenters here, us and Jake. Uh, and so definitely check those out. But do send in your thoughts on the Retro Game of the Week each and every week to ngppodcast at gmail.com or drop into our commentary channel on Discord. You can, uh, will hopefully be able to read your thoughts as a part of next week's episode. We're doing another Patreon poll this week. We've got a lot of games in here like Donkey Kong Country 2 from Astral Soul. We've got Day of the Tentacle from Star quake we've got 50 cent bulletproof from the whiskey dick we've (laughs) got psychonauts from austin dino crisis from ramiel we've got final fantasy 6 from casey oh that would be a Kenny doesn't want that one (laughs) no No? i don't want a final fantasy game this week uh are you at the lake no okay but i'm not at home clearly you're not at home for sure um we've got gogolmon's great adventure from dan the man and shauna uh, and then, from a healthy amount of people, That's we've Super got Super Metroid. Metroid. Okay, but dude, can this be it? I'm bet I'm placing bets. It's not the last should- randomizer, so we've got one more chance if this one doesn't work for the summer. Yeah. Oh, we have. I, I, I think it. I think it won't happen this time. Wait. And I think I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. No, yeah, this is the last of the pool party. We'll have more, but not as part not as part of 2021. So it has to be party. this one. I'm watch. I, I bet you a million. That it's Super Metroid. Let's go. Randomizing now. We're playing a platform game developed and published by Nintendo. Stop. Stop. It's not it. It is a successor to a previous game in the series. It's actually the first in a new series. It was released in 1985 for the Famicom in Japan. It was directed, produced, and designed by Shigeru Miyamoto. This game is the one that started it all in many cases. It is Super Mario Bros. Are you kidding me? Like We've the, never played like, this? Like one? Like the original? 
like Super Mario Bros. Dun, 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 Whoa, we haven't played this. We have never played Super Mario Bros. And it was only submitted one time in the pool, this, this time, by Logan. So, Logan, you got extremely lucky and the randomizing gods shine they shine down on you and let us play a truly classic game you got set up so nice with the fake out there dustin that was super nice i could have probably done even better probably uh, because i could have oh i could have started with the game is super super oh i thought you were gonna mario bro (laughs) yeah popularity the name you could have milked that whole i could have milked that way harder but I didn't because I can't be upset. that's not my goal here. My goal is to bring out the game that the randomizer chose. And this one, again, by Jordan, is Super Mario Bros. for the Nintendo, for the, or for the, excuse me, for, yeah, for the Nintendo, uh, for the Famicom. So play, grab a copy of Super Mario Bros. if you can find one. I think they're selling for like a couple million dollars right now. Uh, and play along with us. Oh, open up your sealed copy. Join us in Discord. That's all. We're going to be talking this week. We're going to be talking this week. We're going to get berated uh, for this decision. I care less. But we'll also be talking about Mario. (laughs) Like, that's a huge deal. It's time to join. NGPpodcast.com slash join us. No. (laughs) Click join us in Discord. (laughs) And then you can join us in Discord. (laughs) You send everybody straight to a 404. Yeah. Uh, you can also hit up patreon.com slash NGP podcast. And that is a URL that I believe exists and will help you join the likes of some of our amazing producers uh, who uh, support this show in an ongoing fashion. People like Amarlian, Anthony, Austin, Ben, Bethany Fox, Brunk, Carrie, Dan the Man, Francesca, Hi, I'm Josh, Joey, Corey, Maxima, Nawell, Secret Duck of Evermore, Shauna, Thomas, Unbedavable, Wardonis, William, and Zion. Uh, if you wanted, you could go way above and beyond and join our director-level supporters who go all in in making your retro dreams come true, uh, like Antonin, Garlisle, Jordan, and Brojim. Uh, we also want to say a huge thank you slash shout out slash tag your name across our hearts in graffiti Mew to yeah to Andrew Eric GT Kakio Sound nice I'm sure I butchered that I'm sorry and Kayun Kayunjin. I probably also butchered yours too. <laughs> Feel free to it. correct me on name pronunciations. Thank you for joining us as new yes, patrons. Thank you. And for your support. Appreciate you. And you did hit our new producer as well? Um, I don't believe in, in hitting people, no. I will I do you want me to do it or are you right there, buddy? No, I'm I'm right there to make sure we also shout out our newest producer, <laughs> Lorelei. Hey, Lorelai. Welcome. Thank you so much for your support and welcome to the producer crew. And we certainly will never forget about you ever again. You can follow us on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube. Guys, you really are. And we appreciate it. It's so cool to see all of our, like our, our YouTube is just exploding. We just recently had a live stream and celebrated our hitting 10 K. Now we've got two videos over one mil. Come on, yeah, guys. Crazy. 
Thank you so much for your support. If you haven't followed on us on those platforms yet, make sure to do so. Listen directly on any podcast provider of your choice. Make sure you subscribe so that you are the first to get new NGP episodes. And while you're at it, please leave a kind rating and review. This episode was edited and produced by our good friend Tom Tate. Join us next week as we play Super Mario Bros. Capital C Classic. So fun. Capital S. Anyways. Um, Until then, I'm still Dustin. I'm still Kenny. Capital N, Nolan. And this has been New Game Plus.